Hello and welcome to a very special spooky episode of the Talking Pictures Podcast. We're here for a bonus episode where myself and my spooky co-host Brian are going to be discussing our, some of our favourite scary movies. Brian, how are you today? Don't mix vodka and whiskey. Oh, we've got a very hungover Brian here, so we'll keep the volume very low down. But I showed up for work, David. Yeah, you did. Fair play, fair play. Um, we're going to talk about some of our favourite scary movies for it, this. It's on the eve of Hollow. Yeah, uh, Halloween is, as of recording this, it'll, well, it's the Saturday where this episode comes out the Sunday and Halloween is what, Tuesday? So if you're looking for that, you know, Halloween movie to watch while you're cuddle up under a blanket hiding from trick-or-treaters then uh, we're here to give you some of our favorites so maybe if you haven't seen them or if you have and you went oh yeah you know i want to revisit that one i haven't seen that in a while maybe we might spark your interest and hopefully we won't go into too much spoilers at all really about mm. these movies these are movies where we just chose because it's on the season and we feel like these are good Halloween type of movies to just sit back and watch for the season. Mm-hmm. And these are our top three favourites. Yeah. Important to say that these aren't like the best Halloween movies ever made. These um, are our favourites. These are our favourites, exactly. And yeah. like, when we were looking at them, we were like, oh, do we put stuff like The Exorcist and Halloween and stuff like that? And yeah. We are like, yeah, they're fantastic Halloween yeah. movies, but they're not. I'd acknowledge The Shining will be one of the greatest Absolutely. classic horror movies ever, but mm-hmm. it's not a favourite. Yeah. And, and not necessarily scary or spooky, but even just a movie that is has the theme of Halloween. Yeah. You know? In that genre of, like, yeah. whether it be zombies Casper or Casper or Dracula or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Even just, family-friendly stuff. Like, it's it, we're, we're, we're not limiting ourselves to scary, thriller, gore, whatever. Mm. It can be family-oriented stuff. So, yeah. I think that's the guts of it, though. I don't think there's like... Ah, that's the guts of it, man. That's good. For <laughs> man, drink won't stop me from coming to work. <laughs> so, do you want to launch in? So, we're going to do our top three uh, with an honourable mention. So, do you want to kick us off? I'll kick off with an honourable mention, David. So, for today's special episode of Scary Movies in the theme of Halloween, my honourable mention is Scary Movie. Two. Scary movie. Two. Okay. Why specifically Scary Movie 2? It's the uh, one with the Haunted Mansion and the talking parrot and the man with the fucked up hand and, mm-hmm. you know, Hiawatha and all that shit and mm. the fucking man in the in the wheelchairs and, and you're with the tongue sticking out and like puts the bag over her head. And... Did you see Scary Movie 2? I have. I it's, think I've seen Scary Movie 2. It's pretty much ripping off a wide range of haunted house possession ghost mm-hmm. dynamic uh, type of movie like what lies beneath or hollow man or the exorcist or just a whole variety of mm-hmm. things and scary movie too it ripped the piss out of the genre hammy made kind of poorly acted but it's in the late 1990s or early 2000s yeah and it, it feels like this is a good spoof movie yeah. and Whereas nowadays, spoof movies are quite shit and they're like almost non-existent these days. It feels like back then, especially with Scary Movie 1 and 2, the, the, there's a lot of heart in it. There's a lot of yeah. honest genuinity in it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's all I'll say. Watch the, Scary Movie 2. When the spoof movie genre came around, it like took off and it was like fleeting of, okay, we, are, we only have a certain amount of time to do this, so let's do as many as we can. And they had, how many, five scary movies? Yeah. They had like epic movie, 
disaster movie um the hungry games stuff like that like it was what can we parody and how quickly can we make it so i think when when you say that we're scary movie too because it was so early in the genre yeah it wasn't as stupid as it eventually became there was like a little bit of thought put into it and okay let's even though we're making a spoof movie let's still try and make a good movie yeah still funny Mm. yeah just a good watch that's an honorable mention for me it's not scary just fun so number three for me david of my spooky movies this season uh, I'm going to go with Hocus Pocus. Okay. Talking about the theme of Halloween. Mm-hmm. you seen Hocus Pocus? I have. Uh, it's funny. My uh, my parents actually, I think it was one of their first dates that they went on is to go see Hocus Pocus. Oh. And my dad said, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm never watching that movie again. Uh, uh, Words at your family. <laughs> well, I mean, it obviously I, it didn't come between them because they're still together. So yeah, it's yeah. fine. Because <laughs> they're still here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, Dave. I remember when I was yay high and uh, past my bedtime and oh, Hocus Pocus on. This is when it's on Sky or like RTE or something mm. like that. It definitely would have been the big, big movie at some point. Yeah. yeah. And just oh, it's it's just, it's in the part of the movie where they're singing and dancing. No, and I'm fucking dancing there in the bed mm. as well. It should be past my bedtime. I don't know how this movie is not liked at all. It even spawned a legacy sequel, mm. and I just thought it's fun and it's funny and it was kind of clever adult humor, mm-hmm. and you know. Fucking killing children. That's 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 what's in the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. They're trying to kill children, and uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really want to go into what it's about. I'll just quickly. It's about three witches who are brought back from the dead, and they have to chase the three children that uh, brought them back to life. And there's yeah. a talking black cat, and there's yeah. a zombie who's chasing. Them. Classic Halloween. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, all all good fun. Hocus Pocus. Everyone knows Hocus Pocus. That's my third favorite on my list. So, my number two favourite is from I'll, what I'll probably argue to be my favourite director ever, Mike Flanagan in Hush. It stars his wife, Katie Siegel, who plays a mute, deaf woman living in her cabin. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy with a crossbow and a mask just stalking the area. Okay. And just looks to sort of have his fun mm. it's not one that I've seen now to be honest it's uh, but I know that you speak very very highly of Mike Flanagan um, I've only really seen his uh, sequel to The Shining Doctor Sleep yeah um, which was also great and I know that his you recommended Fall of the House of Usher there during yeah. uh, last couple of weeks with your recommendation so it's one that if it's in your top three it's definitely one to add to a watch list for. yeah and Hush is it's very simple uh, because the actress like she does sign language mm. she's not deaf in real life it's his wife and she's yeah, yeah. She, she's a regular on, on his projects and it's interesting to know who the actor plays the guy in the mask mm. if you don't know don't look it up just okay. just it's a, it's a nice surprise mm-hmm. and it's pretty much some, one of those like home invasion type of movies where yeah. she has to defend herself and mm-hmm. by any means necessary and he just does a great job. Mike Flanagan, he's... When I watched the movie, it's just, yeah, go! You know, just could not root any more mm. for this protagonist to survive. Did it come out in a relatively close proximity to that film, Don't Breathe? I think it might have, because Don't Breathe came out in 2016. Isn't that right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Guess what, David? This also came out in 2016. Yeah, I now, felt like for a little bit of time there was that kind of... Um, that 
small genre of um, home invasions, but somebody in the situation is no, it doesn't have uh, something like a sense or yeah. or like there's there's a, a disadvantage to someone. Yeah, whether it be the invader or yeah. the uh, well, you know, person defending. Yeah. Well, it's on Netflix and uh, Netflix start. When did Netflix start streaming? Because I looked this up. House of Cards was 2013, and that's when House of Cards like was one of the first shows for Netflix mm. to start and streaming. So three years later, like, no wonder Hush is been like uh, hidden under the floorboards by the mountain of entertainment that it's such a Netflix original uh, I believe so oh okay I didn't know that oh jeez I best not say that and now turn mm. out to be wrong I don't want our <laughs> listeners to come back and say actually on the contrary Brian <laughs> according to this you know like I have to correct myself and fuck yeah it's Netflix okay yeah. I didn't know that oh well, I'm just talking this on Dr. Google here if a million budget one million. One million. One million. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this is a watch for me tonight. Though. Have you even seen the poster of Hush? Is it the woman with the person behind her? Yeah, it is. That's the only thing I've seen from it. Yeah. And that's all you know of? That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, other than what you've just said there, it's a home invasion where she's. Um, I yeah. I think I think I, this is a win. Like, how can you not like this movie? Okay, that's. Yeah. I, I I seriously cannot <laughs> I cannot recommend more how much Hush is that good of a movie. Okay. Uh, in the most simplest terms. Yeah. Okay. And Mike Flanagan. You'll yeah. be hearing me talk about Mike Flanagan. Try try our podcasting days. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'd like to move on to my final uh, and first and most favorite movie that is suitable for this theme of Halloween. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's The Thing. I knew you were going to pick this. Absolutely, of course. <laughs> How can I not? The movie, like I even, I even listened to Quentin Tarantino or other directors talk about it, and that the suspense and paranoia among the men who can't trust each other because one of them may not be who they appear to be, mm-hmm. because the thing imitates your likeness, and you just don't know who it could be until it's revealed. And I think the practical effects hold up regardless of how obvious that's just a, a dummy or ah oh, jeez you just cut away and then you cut back and like it, it's, it's a great it's, it's a great movie about paranoia you know men at work just casual mm-hmm. and, you know, they're all fighting with each other as well and like and arguing and you know, they're all in it for themselves as well and it's one of the best endings of all time uh, just uh, yeah fuck, fuck the thing yeah Russell Crowe did I say Russell Crowe god fucking did Kurt Russell Kurt Russell yeah Kurt Russell and Keith David uh, it's a pretty good movie it's a, it's a, I was quite young when I watched it as well the first mm. time because it starts off with uh, these Norway, Norwegians shooting at a dog in the mi- middle of Antarctica or mm. Alaska wherever the hell they are and I'm thinking to myself what the fuck are these cons doing and then when they arrive at the American camp one of the men, you know, has a gun and fires on. I roared into the into the sky mm-hmm. for for yes, yes, American, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, I just like the selection of characters. Like the, I I, I remember every every character as well. You know, one by one they die. Yeah, I keep talking Making about them the, off. Yeah, yeah. I keep talking about the thing because that just goes to show why I take it. Mm. Yeah, I think the thing. If you were to ask me, what's my top ten favorite movies of all time? A question you should never ask people who are in the film and TV mindset if mm-hmm. you will because 
Why Why would you ask us that? There's just too many to pick yeah, from. Yeah, it change every day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I, I started making a slowly growing list and I've realised, yeah, the thing is on that list. Yeah, easily for you, definitely. It's, yeah. it, it's one that I only watched, I think, a couple of years ago, two years ago. Yeah. And I have to say that the experience of watching it was nearly just as good as the film itself because yeah. we watched it it was I don't know were you there for it I don't think no so doubt. but we were in our sitting room we weren't friends yet yes we were <laughs> don't we <laughs> we were friends <laughs> sorry um, we were watching it and um, it was freezing cold like it was as cold yeah, as it was that's what Antarctica. you want that's what you want like to the point where like you were breathing and you could see your breath in, yeah. in the house and just that like all bundled up like shivering along with the people it just made for like the perfect you know, middle of the night, dark lights, or no lights, and, you know, freezing your ass off. It's, yeah. it's 100% the way to go with it. Good, good. Well, so now those are my uh, top three movies for mm. this uh, bonus episode, uh, I'd recommend. The Thing, Hush, Hocus Pocus, and Scary Movie 2 as a, whatchamacallit, honourable mention. Yeah, absolutely. That's my list. Excellent. So, um, in lieu of our flash fact segment, we decided to ask Laura what her favourite spooky movie was. She said Grave Encounters, which is a movie I've never seen. Uh, I don't know, have you seen Grave Encounters? It's yeah, it's <laughs> one of those movies of what I've seen on AFTA, like one of those pirate streaming <gasps> accounts. Oh my god, don't say that, that you're streaming. What? You're pirate. Man, life costs money. <laughs> um, so, is it, is, it, is it worth putting as a, a top? Spooky movie? Uh, do you think? I, 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 I like the trailer for that little scary bit, you know, where your one turns around and she has an abnormally huge mesh and black eyes and that's supposed to scare you. Mm. I suppose it's scary in watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be so, I tell you, I've only seen it one time and I, I think there's maybe better movies to watch if mm-hmm. you really want to get a scare out of it. And it's funny, interesting, because Laura would say that, and what else did she say? The Conjuring Universe. Yeah, so like that's a good range of type of scary, spooky movies she should be in for. Mm. I think she'd like Hush, though. Get get her to watch Hush. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um. So moving on then to my top picks. So my honourable mention uh, in position number four didn't quite make the top three. Is a recent movie called The Black Phone. Um, mm, it's a yeah. movie that came out there a year or two ago. Apparently, it was a twenty twenty one movie, but we in Ireland got it in twenty twenty two. Right, um, and it was one that wasn't on my radar at all. It wasn't until I actually saw your review of it. Um, oh yeah, on, uh, on Letterboxd, and I was like, Jesus, what did I say? I can't remember now, but I was like, oh okay, I was I wasn't gonna go see this, but now the fact that Brian liked it so much, I think I will. I went to see it, and I was thoroughly impressed with it. I was shaking in my boots it's a long time since i've seen a scary movie where there are scenes where my heart is racing and i just i'm like what is going to happen oh my god get out of this get out of this please it's more so like a, a thriller than it is like an actual halloween movie or anything like that well i think this movie fits right in the banner of halloween movies mm. no 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 different than any of mine do or don't i mm-hmm. think this this perfectly does the backbone i liked it i really liked it especially for ethan hawk playing a villainous role which he once said he didn't want to do anymore mm-hmm. but he worked with this guy uh, Scott, Scott Derrickson yeah. who did um, the first Doctor Strange movie and Sinister and Sinister yeah. he did uh, Ethan Hawke was in that as well so yeah yeah. so you know good on him especially that mask he wears in the poster yeah it's one that I'd recommend um, similarly enough to Hush just don't look up anything about it just go and watch it it's, yeah. it's 
it's a scary movie Ethan Hawke and he wears a mask 100 minutes not long yeah it's not a long movie at all and it's got some twists and turns you're actually making me want to watch it now it'll get your blood pumping Um, my so into my top three so in the third position I would give Saw a watch we talked a little bit about it in comparison to Saw X uh, which we did a few weeks ago I think you just can't beat the original it was made on such a low budget it, James Wan James Wan and Lee Wan-El yeah who pretty much are in their own right good horror directors with mm-hmm. the Conjuring movies and The Invisible Man and Insidious yeah so they kind of live within that genre but this was their first first soiree into it their first mm. uh, move into it and it's it, it just holds up It the story is tight it's not um, it's easy to follow it's one location you have two men locked chained into a bathroom who don't know each other mm-hmm. for the most part and it's not it's, held to like the other ones where they're jumping back and forth between yeah. movies and so, all these convoluted saw one, saw one definitely is just that's the first one mm-hmm. before franchise started yeah yeah. it was nearly conceptualised as a once off movie which a lot of time now you're not getting you're getting just the okay how do we get to the next movie how do we yeah. so oh yeah like, um, when, when, when you you know no movie is being made today not like the, without the thought of not getting a sequel yeah. unless you are Martin Scorsese or Steven Spielberg or mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino yeah you've already made a name for yourself and you yeah. say this is one movie yeah you are not getting you're not milking this for all it's worth um but it's like it's like that you know it's very easy to just watch this movie and not watch yeah. any of the other ones yeah. it's fine you could just oh I watched Saw oh which one there's only one I just watched the first one you know yeah. even though we both quite enjoy the Saw franchise yeah, yeah. I think it's very easy to just watch this one like you know watch yeah. this and it's, and it's mad it feels right for you to say that because I remember you telling me before I told you oh I like Saw franchise mm-hmm. and that's actually good yeah good choice my second um, pick um, for Spooky Movie is the first Child's Play movie. I'm a big fan of Chucky. Yeah. Um, I just like him as a character. I remember when I was a kid, like, I think I watched one of those TV shows that was on, like, Channel 4, where it was, like, oh, top 100 scariest characters or stuff like that, you know? Like, and yeah. Was, like, they'd, like, show a little bit, a clip of a movie and then have a load of celebrities talking about it and they're like, oh, that's a scary thing. And I remember Chucky was, like, in the top ten mm. and I just remember seeing, like, this doll that was walking towards camera with a knife and it was, like, its face was moving as if it was real and I was like, oh, my God, what is that? I, it actually scared me and I was only watching, like, a clip of him in a another TV show um, in this, like, like, documentary kind of thing and it was, that alone scared the shit out of me. So then when it was time to watch it, I was like, ooh, I'm not sure. And I think that that, that whole movie, the similar similar to Saw, where it does get franchised out. Yeah, and yeah. It, it holds a special place in my heart where I just like him. I just like Chucky. And so no matter what scenario he's in, I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Now I can recognise that some of them are pieces of shit. They're some of the worst movies ever made. Well, what what is worse? Off top head, right now. What's bad? Which Which movie is bad? The Seed of Chucky. I liked it. Yeah. But I, I didn't I didn't think Cult or Curse are good at all. I thought I thought Cult and Curse were pretty pretty bad. I disagree. I would say, well, Cult isn't great, but the Curse is. I thought that that was like a great uh, reinvigoration into 
the franchise. I thought the TV show Chucky was a great reinvigoration of the franchise. Yeah, and that's, you know, I'll put my hands up and say I haven't watched that yet. Only for the fact, only because I'm waiting for it to finish, to yeah. watch it all. Because yeah. some TV shows, I don't want to have to wait a year between, or like, oh, it, it might be cancelled, it might yeah. not. I just would rather watch. I've, you know, I, I got to give a praise for it. Reaching out and re- reattaching itself to the canon timeline mm-hmm. of the previous movies because it does a fair decent job about doing that. Mm-hmm. It really does, and it's good. You know the idea of killer dolls, and you know, remember taking back Chuck, Chuck, Child's Player or Chucky, as I would always thought it would mm-hmm. be. I always thought that when it was on, it's like you found treasure because you're yeah. young, you don't have it on DVD yet, you're not allowed to watch it, and when, oh, which movie is this one? Because I remember seeing, like, bits of Child's Play 2, and I remember, at one point in my life, and then I remember, oh, I have Child's Play 3 on DVD, and I watched it. Which one is this? I hope this is the one where, what I thought was number two. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, oh, gonna get number Child's Play, oh, so this is the first one. It's just, it felt great to collect it into the DVD, yeah. DVD mm-hmm. selection. Which, which is pretty nice. This is before streaming. Yeah. And the idea of, you know, oh, you didn't think he was a possessed guy. I'm sorry, scratch that, backtrack. You didn't think he was a man who transferred his soul into the doll. You just thought he was just a doll that yeah. turned bad. Because it's a long, long time until it's revealed that Chucky actually is alive within the film. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you don't see him. You, yeah. You, you know, it's very, like, obs- it's very off-camera. D- yeah, it's just stuff. Andy saying, oh, Chucky did it. Oh, Chucky did it. Yeah. And even though we've seen the initial scene yeah, where yeah, yeah. you see him putting the soul in, it's not until the third act until you actually finally get to see a live Chucky. And yeah. one of my favourite aspects of Chucky is that he's never gone. Yeah. Like, even when... He always has that final moment in the in the movie where, oh, we, we defeated him. And then he'll always come back for one last, like, ah, and he's mangled or yeah. he's burnt a bit. Yeah. And they always find a way to bring him back, like... i, I got to give it props for the end of Child's Play, like, just in terms of, you know, of course, not spoilers, but, I mean, you, he is defeated, but, you know, he comes back. Mm-hmm. Well, in terms of the survivors at the end of the first one, it... Not to give anything away, it's, but one guy says, now do you believe us? And the other person says, yeah, and who's going to believe me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like that thing is done nowadays. It just feels like the maximum, the only people who are going to know, oh, this thing was alive and it tried to kill us. It was like, you know, the, 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 the pure victim and the protagonist and the person who didn't initially believe but then does believe they are. The fact that they included that fourth person as well, like, it's good choice. Mm. Stands out a bit more. Good choice. I like Charles made decision. And then my number one favourite pick would be Shaun of the Dead. I thought um, you were about to say Shaun of the Sheep. Shaun of the Sheep, no. Shaun of the Dead. Um, it's a... I think for me it's a classic. Of course it's a classic. It's it's the introduction of Nick Frost and Simon Pegg yes. to the mainstream audiences. Mm-hmm. In England, but if, if, the idea of like a romantic comedy with zombies. Yeah. And it's... Where did it do, you know? Because you compare it to Dawn of the Dead or other zombie movies. Oh, uh, zombies are taking over. Where are we going to hide out? Let's go to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite... It's quite... It's funny. Yeah, that's the thing is that it, it embraces the genre. Yeah. It doesn't... I wouldn't say that it critiques the genre. No. It's not there for that. It's, okay, let's embrace the genre. 
but we'll also do a comedy and we'll yeah. also do a, and it's, well, in a way it's a romantic comedy yeah. because it, <laughs> he breaks up with his girlfriend and, and he, that's what yeah his, he wants to make sure she's safe it's a and it does pull at your heart like serious mm. drama stuff in it yeah and then I don't forget to throw a bit of a laugh in here as well because you know when you think your man's dead he's like oh, he's dead no he isn't looks back he's a zombie mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like, and then with uh, Edgar Wright with his music and his editing quite good yeah uh, yeah, I, that was yeah it feels like Hocus Pocus and Shaun of the Dead were one of those like family movies we'd all watch together mm-hmm. growing up in our household uh, I don't remember if we didn't watch Shaun of the Dead years and until the night we do watch it you forget some things and it just feels nice to laugh like that scene where you know open the tray of knives and forks grab a handful of them cut to the the two lads with oi basket full of stuff and it's just a bunch of blocky kitchenware soft yeah Yeah. soft soft hitting stuff nothing sharp at all and and just the way the two lads are just firing the things at at the two zombies Mm -hmm. it's just it's doing nothing it's like throwing out a tree and just still walking it's like well it's it's just great them two working off each other I think I think that's the best uh, Nick Frock Nick Frost and Simon Pegg duo movie yeah it it very much feels like these two normal guys that are anywhere in, in the world yeah. were just dropped into this movie. Yeah. And um, the relationship between them and like that where they, they're throwing stuff at them and they, they run out of stuff and they turn to each other. All right, now what? Like, what do we do? They just have such a great banter off them and yeah. it was a great a okay. great movie to introduce Nick Frost, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright to the world. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like, I feel like watching it now. mm I feel like watching Child's Play. I feel like watching Shaun of the Dead. I, I'm okay with all. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, what was your honourable mention? Back phone. Black I feel phone. like watching the back phone. Mm. I'm literally thinking about, oh, when am I going to plan myself to watch these movies? Have I intrigued re- any of Yeah, you? seeing The Thing again is definitely one because of how an enjoyable experience that was. So like, you know, one of these nights where it does be, it will get really, really cold. Yeah. Maybe that'll be like, okay, I'll watch the thing. But, Come on, December. But uh, watching Hush. Was it Hush? Hush. Hush, yeah. I'm going to watch that, I think, tonight. Just based on your recommendation for uh, it. Yeah. Because... If there's a movie I'd ask you to fast track to watch, give Hush that chance. Okay. Yeah. I watched it twice in the span of a, three months. Wow, that's... Uh... It's just because I loved it, mm-hmm. you know. Plus, her being deaf and a mute, it's just great. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's what friends do. We, yeah. we, 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 we recommend stuff for each other. Exactly. We um, hope we've done the same for our listeners. Yeah, I hope that uh, you listening at home, you've enjoyed this. Hopefully we've sparked your interest in something there to listen to. If you have a recommendation for us to watch this spooky season, make sure that you're emailed in to talkingpicturespodcast1 at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever you uh, your social media platform choices. Um, this episode is a bonus episode obviously up on the Sunday but uh, we post regular episodes every Wednesday they go live at midnight so they'll be ready for you when you wake up in the morning I think I'm not forgetting anything else anything no Dave I think you've pretty much nailed it I'm just sitting back here amazed by you just (laughs) nailing that job like I'm 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 reading off the script Brian (laughs) the audio cue's broke (laughs) thanks Brian be seeing you